The MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Edge Boost. Edge Boost enables you to double your bet with no interest. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge to get started today. Welcome everybody to the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford, coming to you from Newcastle upon Tyne in the northeast of England. Today is Thursday, May the 25th, and we are here to look at a full slate of 15 games of MLB action for Friday, May 26th. And joining me uh, from somewhere in New York State um, is Mr. Dylan Rockford. Dylan, how are you doing? What's going on, Malcolm? Good to be with you again. Episode 300. Jesus. Yes, I forgot about that. Time flies. I remember when we were doing like uh, 25, 50 last year, man. Now we're at 300. So hopefully we got another 300 in us, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, going back when we and Moon first started this, I can't believe Do you know what we used to do, Dylan? This is insane. We do yeah. two shows a week, right? So even like last night we did that show, there was 10 games and there was two games off the board, wasn't there? We would record, We would do two shows a week. And on a Monday, we would cover Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday's games. That's mad. It's ins- Yeah, absolutely mad, isn't it? Like, and then on a Thursday, we would do the weekend. We'd do Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And you try and pick your lock and dog. So your lock and dog would be, I fancy the Brewers on Wednesday in three days' time to beat the Reds. <laughs> like, I don't know what the fuck anyone was thinking, frankly. Uh, so yeah, those first 100 shows were probably an absolute shit show. Luckily, no one listened. It was just me and Moon up having a lovely time. Uh, but now we've got it back going now, so... Were you guys um, profitable, at least? Oh, who knows? I very much doubt it. Uh, um, I didn't really know what I'm talking about now. Three or four years ago, um, I had much less idea. So um, it's been a learning curve for me, Dylan. How and all you today? good people. Uh, today, well, we can get out of that... Uh, because yeah, we'll, we'll get onto that in a minute. I just want to say, um, yeah, and all the people in the in the YouTube comments say hello to. Uh, we've got a new a new live watcher, Caleb. Yeah, it's good evening, Caleb. How are you doing? Um, says he listens to the podcast, but this is the first time live, so really appreciate that. Uh, this is where all the good stuff happens, Caleb. You get all the sharps in the chat, Captain Insano and TBDBG. They're in there already. But yeah, for the second time in two nights, Dylan, the lock has cashed before we record. I mean, that very rarely happens. Um, but And what the, what makes it even better, Dylan, was that it was uh, we stuck to our guns and we took the Tampa Bay Rays. It was a double lock, wasn't it? Did you take the Rays yeah. as well? Yeah, I finally got yeah. – we're back on board with the lock. You know, after going against – basically the whole chat was telling us uh, regression is coming. We said, hey, we're sticking to our guns, and they got the job done. <laughs> Got kind of scary late. Uh, Toronto got two in the uh, two in the ninth uh, to push it over the total. So I hit on the Rays money line and the over eight and a half. So oh nice. Over. Yeah, I didn't see. I, I turned it off. I put the um, I put I had the football on actually on the laptop, but I was listening to the Marlins uh, and the Rockies game. So yeah, um, doing all right. So I had since uh, Cincinnati and St. Louis under. I thought that was far too high, ten and a half, yeah. and it finished two one. And then took the under 10 and a half in Miami, Colorado, which I think, what was the score in that one? 2-2 two, two right now, bottom seven. There you go. So there, that one looks all right as well. So yeah, going okay. All the uh, all the bozos in the chat yesterday wanting to fade Tampa Bay. 
Yes, you stick with me. You will go far up. Um, Manoa, he's looked bad, right? Like, you got to think he's going to go get sent down at some point. Him, and don't even get me about Steven Matz. He doesn't even deserve to be a major league pitcher <laughs> at this point. Steven Matz did us a right good turn yesterday. We took um, Cincinnati first five. Yeah, it was um, mm-hmm. great price. Um, your man, Ben Lively, who pitched really well, actually. Um, we took Cincinnati first five at roundabout plus 140 against St. Louis and Stephen match, which was a great bet. So, yeah, things have uh, been thing, seeing things fairly clearly uh, over the last few days. So, yeah, let's celebrate show 300 <laughs> with some winners. Yeah, there's a bit, quite a lot of um, uh, Toronto Blue Jay uh, beasting going on in the chat, but I'm going to cover the Blue Jays when we get to them in a little while because I watched that game tonight and I just spotted a few things that um, made me scratch my head. A little bit as well. I'll tell you what, I'm going to put an appeal out as well, just because Captain Cena was brought it up in the chat. It turns out, Dylan, uh, do you know anything about cricket? No. Uh, I've seen some older gentlemen play it, but I uh, <laughs> don't know the rules. I know they they swing the bat and it's like a ball and it bounces towards them, right? Something like that? Yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's our version of baseball. It's your, it's, it's your national bat and ball sport, but... um. The Major League Cricket is coming to the States this year. Um, the six teams taking part in the tournament. So after we went out to Sean and Ryan this afternoon, let's get the Major League Cricket Gambling Podcast on the go. Um, and I put in the baseball channel today, in the Discord channel, does anyone know anything about cricket? Um, so yeah, if anyone's listening, uh, who does know a little bit about cricket, um, because we want to get a, a bit of a US slant on it, the six teams, I think there's a... There's an LA team, a New York team, Washington, Seattle, and I don't know where else. A lot of the games are going to be in Dallas, Fort Worth, where there's a purpose-filled cricket stadium. And the older games take place over like a 17-day period. It's a little bit like the WBC. Um, you've got a, it's just a 17-day tournament in July. So yeah, any cricket fans, hit me up on Twitter, mile underscore B underscore sport. And there's a slot on the uh <laughs> Major League Cricket Gambling Podcast. I'm waving my arms around like I'm trying to land aeroplanes because there's a fly or some shit buzzing around me. Who's uh, the best team still... in the cricket league? In which which cricket league? Or I guess the one like in the States where you're naming Seattle. Uh, well, uh, it hasn't started yet. That's the thing. It's it's new. It's brand spanking new. Oh. But the um, they've all, they're all franchises. Four of the franchises are Indian from the Indian Premier League which is the premier, I mean, it's the, the best contest by a mile. And then two of the franchises are Australian. So, he's, yeah, this is brand new to to America. Um, and I just learned about it today. So, yeah, I was uh, having a little look around. I'm uh, Captain T, looks like he's interested. Yeah, New York. Um, they are owned by the Mumbai Indians. Um, oh, man. Dylan, there you go. So that's your team now. Um, right, we will talk some baseball. I don't think you get a dollar fine for talking cricket. It's only football. Uh, you get a dollar fine for talking. Um, sign up for Edge Boost if you haven't. You're missing out. Edge Boost is the world's first bet now, pay later Visa card. Similar to other buy now, pay later programs, Edge Boost enables you to double your bet with no interest. Pay back the advance over four equal weekly instalments. That's right, zero percent interest. Simply deposit funds into your account. Edge Boost will match the deposit, so you can use double the funds on any legal sports betting site. Edge currently offers up to two and a half thousand dollars in advances. Up to $2,500 you can add to your bankroll. Our Edge Boost Double Down Play of the Day will be our lock later on in the show. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge to sign up today. 
That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge. Must be 21 years old. Use only valid in legal gambling states. Problem gambling. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. We got cricket talk in the chat already, man. Cricket, yeah, I'll tell you what, the, uh, the YouTube comments is loving the cricket chat. They're queuing up. Yeah. People are queuing up to get on the uh, show. It's like the Oklahoma land rush to take the host seat. <laughs> what is that? The... You don't, Dylan, I can't keep doing this with you every night. You don't <laughs> you just bring Oklahoma... up certain things that I've never even heard of. But that's an American thing. US history, the Oklahoma land rush. Did you go to school? Have you been out of that room that you're in ever? <laughs> no, I, I've been to school. I don't know how much I paid attention, but I, I've been to school. I, right, I write that down. Write that down on the list of songs, bands, fruit, animals, people, all the other references that you've never got. Write that one down. Go and find out about it. More homework for Dylan. Uh, that's absolutely incredible. <laughs> right, let's talk baseball. 2.20 Eastern. First pitch on Friday, one little bit of day's ball is the Cincinnati Reds and the Chicago Cubs. Um, Cubs picture is officially TVD, but I think it's just in steel and we have lines as well. So I'm fairly confident that he will be going for the Cubs. Uh, Hunter Green for the Reds, who are plus 140 road underdogs, minus 160 on the Cubbies. And no total for usual reasons. Um, Hunter Green... Is 0 and 4 on the year with a 468. That duck egg, that zero at the start. Um, we just talked about Ben Lively winning that game against Stephen Matz. Um, that was the first win um, for a Cincinnati starting pitcher in 14 games. Um, so you're not getting a, uh, you're not getting an awful lot of um, dubs out of your out of your Cincinnati starting pitchers, particularly if you've got your fantasy ones for certain. And Hunter Green's an example of that. 0 and 4, 468. Kind of a tier of two months for Hunter Green. 2.19 April ERA, backed up by a 6.95 May ERA. Uh, therefore, he needs to prove it again to me before I can do anything with him. Um, Steele's been generally great. Um, a lot of chat about him with Sean and Ryan. We, we talked a little bit of Cy Young uh, on Steele the other day. There's some uh, 100 to 1 tickets floating about on him. Um, two of his last three starts haven't been brilliant. But his home ERA is 1.48. 4-0 record. That's plenty good enough for you. Uh, Christopher Morell's on fire. Say Suzuki is hitting well. Um, I like the Cubs on the run line here uh, to ease past the Reds and Hunter Green, Dylan. Yeah, this is one of those unit and a half plays. I really like the Cubs here at home. Uh, I do have Justin Steele going as well, so uh, I don't know why it's off the board, but I had Justin Steele. He's 4-0 at home, 148 ERA. Batters are only hitting 215 off of him. Reds, they're not good on the road either, 7-15 straight up, while Cubs, they have been struggling, but they got a nice win against the Mets yesterday. They are over 500 at home this season, and you're right. Hunter Green has to prove it to me. In the beginning of the season, he was back in some spots, but in the month of May, he just doesn't have it. Red's not a good hitting team. I think the I think um, the Cubs should beat him pretty well. So I I, I don't see a price for the uh, run line, but I'll, I'll lay the minus one fifty five with the Cubs at home. Yeah, look, I mean the run line would be a little bit of plus money, I would have guessed. Uh, looking yeah. at the odds we've got in front of us. Uh, next up, six forty Eastern first pitch. This is the one game that's on the ball uh, off the board. I think actually. Um, and explain why the LA Dodgers at the Tampa Bay Rays, where the Dodgers have Noah Syndergaard going to the mound. And Tampa Bay, initially I saw Tyler Glasnow was going to be activated um, for a start. Um, that He now looks like he may have been pushed back to Saturday. 
And um, Jalen Beeks, the left-handed pitcher, um, kind of a piggyback. Um, he's had a piggyback opener, um, that kind of thing. We'll be going for the Rays. That is confirmed, I think, now. But as a result, I've got, I've got no lines, Dylan. Did you see anything on this game? No, I don't have any lines. I saw Glass now in the morning. Then I saw Beeks. And now I see Cooper Criswell. So I, 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 I honestly okay. don't know. I don't know who's going to be going for the Rays. But uh, you got to imagine they would be the favorite at home against the Dodgers. But I do see Noah Syndergaard. I don't see any lines up. But, uh, hey, if we get another short price with the Rays at home, I probably would be on the Rays here. Yeah, I have not, nothing for this one for obvious reasons. A couple of things to point out. Freddie Freeman on a 14-game hitting streak if you want to take yeah. some Freeman props. And I can't decide if this is my stat of the day or not. Um, I might have a better one later on. The Tampa Bay Rays are 30-6 and six when they score the first run, Dylan. Mm. Um, so, and that'll be 31-6 and six now after today. So, oh, they didn't even score the first run today, actually. The Toronto... Got on the board in the first inning. So, yeah, 13-6 Tampa Bay when they score the first run. So, yeah, if you're alive better in Tampa Bay, get the noses in front, you can be fairly confident that they're going to stay there. Uh, 6-4 Eastern first pitch is the Chicago White Sox at the Detroit Tigers. Lance Lynn takes the ball for the White Sox. And Joey Wentz, left-handed pitcher, um, goes for the Tigers. Um, odds are minus 145. On the Sox, plus 125 on the Tigers. Totalist at an eight and a half, Dylan. Yeah, I'm going to go with a White Sox team total here. If you could get a four, four and a half, I still like over. I mean, I just got to fade Joey Wentz in this spot. He's not good home or away. White Sox are swinging the bat pretty well. They hit uh, 251 off of lefties, and Wentz just gives up a bunch of hard contact for my liking. So going to fade him in the Tigers. I think the White Sox could score a bunch of runs. I also think the Tigers could score a bunch of runs as well. Uh, the total sitting at 8.5. I made my total 8.7, so I do like the over, but I like the team total a little better for the White Sox. I think they could get to Joey one so I'll go White Sox team total over um, I was 100% the same Dylan is that I like the White Sox but I was looking for a safer play um, and the safer play I've got was the over so you've taken White Sox on the team total um, Lanson is struggling a bit I don't mind Joey Wentz you know he's got some potential um, but he isn't quite putting it together yet so I think the safest way for me to get this um, I do like your play but yeah some form of runs and I'll take the over 8.5. Just heading back to that uh, Tampa Bay game, uh, Captain Insano's putting up stolen base props. Um, is the, the Tampa Bay Rays ran all over Alec Manoa today? And I did see, they did actually. I saw uh, Randy Rose Arena bagged a couple of, uh, I think Wanda Franco was the other one who was running about the place. So yeah, they were putting it on, uh, putting it on Alec Manoa today. Uh, next up is a 7.05 Eastern first pitch between the Texas Rangers and the Baltimore Orioles. John Gray goes for Texas and Grayson Rodriguez for Baltimore. Plus 115 on the Rangers, minus 135 Baltimore. Total at eight and a half. This was a good game to handicap, Dylan. How did you do it? 
Yeah, I'm going to take a shot with the Rangers here on the road, plus 110. Honestly, this one came down to me trusting John Gray more than uh, Grayson Rodriguez. John Gray, he's been really good in the month of May. The Rangers, they're 4-0 in his starts in this month. He has a 2.13 ERA. He's only given up six runs in 25 innings. And on the other hand, Grayson Rodriguez at home is not good. He has a 7.36 ERA, and he's been getting absolutely smoked in his last start at home. He gave up eight runs to the angels Grayson Rodriguez is officially on my fade list for the time being so I know the Orioles they've won four of the last five and they're playing really good baseball but Rangers are also playing really good they're hot right now seven and three in their last 10 they're 15 and 10 on the road the one thing that does worry me about the Rangers is their bullpen but I think they'll be well ahead in this game so I'm going to take the Rangers here plus 110 on the road uh Baltimore won the um Twitter battle, um, their social media admin last night uh, on Twitter certainly got one up on the New York Yankees. It was quite cute. I quite enjoyed that um, little bit of Taylor Swift back and forth uh, between the Yankees and the Orioles. Twitter admins last night, but Baltimore won that one. Um, I'm with you again, Dylan. Um, Texas on the money line for me. Um, Gray has been absolutely outstanding. And I think Rodriguez is getting away with it a little bit. I mean, it's a... For a record of two and one, uh, a 621 ERA is a very big number. Um, uh, and I think Texas can get to him. I've either got a Texas team total or a Texas money line, but I think my official play will be the Texas money line. I think they're going to get him uh, tomorrow is what's going to happen there. 7.05 Eastern first pitch, the San Diego Padres at the New York Yankees. Um, late pitching change here. Um for the Padres is Joe Musgrove, who was slated to go all day. Initially, we had Luis Severino going for the Yankees and that handicapped him. We're now seeing a rookie pitcher, Randy Vasquez. And I think that is confirmed looking at the lines here, which are the Padres on minus 137 and the New York Yankees are plus 115. Totally is set at nine. Uh, Musgrove is one and two. On the year, a 6.75 ERA. Um, started five games now. We had a late late start of the season. Only one of those has been a good start. He's changed his pitch mix, I think. I was reading somewhere that he's kind of got away from what he was throwing. And it's just not really working for him. Um, struggled a bit to, uh, to take Padres in any situation lately. And I think this is going to be similar. Um, I know they, they were 2-1 up. Um, about half an hour ago against Washington. Um, so Randy Vasquez, um, just have a look. Johnny Brito was sent down um, and Domingo Herman is serving his 10-game suspension. Luis Severino looks like he's been put back to Saturday now, uh, which means that Randy Vasquez uh, is going to get a spot start here. Uh, Dominican Republic... Uh, Originally 24 years old. Um, yeah, and Triple A this year, he's pitching to a 485 ERA and a 157 whip. So um, that's about all I can tell you. Um, I mean, I'm tricky because I had the Yankees down originally. I think you've got to take runs. I think you've got to call an audible here and maybe both teams can, can get on the ball. The total's at nine, which isn't egregious really because Musgrove's been going for a few. And if the Padres can knock three or four off Vasquez, I think you'd probably get there. So um, 
the Padres haven't won three straight, um, which they're attempting to do since April the 29th. So that just puts me off them as well. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll scrub the Yankees. I I'll, I'll certainly can't take the Padres. I'm not inclined to take the Yankees. So again, I think the safest play is the over nine, Dylan. First one we're going to disagree on. Uh, if anything, I take the under, but yeah, I don't have too much on the rookie, but Joe Musgrove, he has been better on the road than at home. Both of his starts on the road have gone under the number. Padres still the best under team in the league. We got winds blowing in over here on the East Coast. Nine just seems a bit high to me, especially in a Padres game. I, I got to see what my numbers come out to be. I'm going to run it once uh, we get off here because the rookie, I, I want to see a little more from him. I, I don't think he'll, I think he'll be okay against a, t a hitting team that's not the best right now in the Padres. So I, I, I'll go under nine for the show. Okie doke. Um, we'll move on. Once I've told you about Shady Rays, uh, teaming up with SGPN for Shady Me to get you an amazing 50% off, but the chance also to win $500. Shady Rays got you covered from the sun to the slopes with the premium polarized shades, customizable snow goggles, etc. Uh, durable frames, clear optics, and the added bonus that if you lose or break them even on day one, they'll send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. You can exchange them or return them for free as well. Within 30 days, there is no risk when you shop with Shady Rays. Uh, for our international listeners, Shady Rays has got you covered with shipping to Canada, Australia, New Zealand, and the UK. Go to shadyrays.com, use the code SGPN for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. And remember, May is almost over, so make sure to take your receipt to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash shady for your chance to win the $500 Shady May contest. Next up is a... Just checking. I haven't missed the Mets. No, they're later on. Um, 7-10 Eastern. First pitch between the St. Louis Cardinals and the Cleveland Guardians. Matthew Liberatore, left-handed pitcher for the Cards. And Shane Bieber will go for the Guardians. Plus 105 on St. Louis. Minus 125 on Cleveland. Total is set at eight. Liberatore, uh, I am very interested in. Picked him up in the SGP and DGENS League today. Um, I can't remember who I dropped. Maybe Miles Mikolas got the boot. Um, but yeah, Liberatore is on my squad. Um, Dylan, how do you think you'll go tomorrow? Yeah, give me the Guardians here at home. Shane Bieber at home has been great this season. He's only given up more than two runs at home once. The problem with backing the Guardians and laying this kind of number with him is that the Guardians don't really give him run support. That's why they lose a lot of his games. But Libertor, this is his third start of the season. Just went one inning against the Dodgers, but gave up two runs in that first inning. It's going to be his first start on the road. I, we, we know the Cardinals are a much better hitting team than the Guardians, but I think it's worth throwing a flyer with the better pitcher. So I'm going to take the, Guardi the Guardians here to steal a game. Hopefully Bieber will limit the bats of the Cardinals. So minus 125, I made him a minus 138 favorite. So there's some value here with the Guardians for me. So I'll take the Guardians at home. Yeah, we've got a disagreement here because I'm going to take the upside of Liberatore. Um, just because I don't think it'd have to do much to beat Cleveland because like you yeah. see, they don't score any runs. So he's pretty, unless he blows up, they're going to be in the game. Uh, the Cardinals are absolutely desperate for Liberatore to be good. Um, supposedly a great, a great talent and, and I like him a lot, um, but they really, really need him to start um, to add something to this rotation. If the cards are going to claw their way back 
into the divisional race. Nolan Gorman is going well for them, a 14-game hitting streak for him. Um, Beaver's fine, um, one blow-up start, but I'm happy to trust him. He's not striking many batters out. I might take an under on the strikeout prop uh, for Bieber tomorrow, but I'm happy to take the cards as a road. Put me plus 105 on St. Louis. Real quick, Seven. Malcolm. Yes, uh, is, there's a question in the chat. Is there an MLB version of the club Chelsea? You would know that. Yeah, there is. The standout as well. It's the San Diego Padres. Mm. Uh, they have spent all the money. They have signed all the players and are woefully underperforming. Yeah. So absolutely serial. It's serial asking. Um, and yeah, the, the Padres um, are Chelsea. The New York Mets might be up there as well. Um, oh, come on. Chelsea are owned by uh, Todd Bowley. Now, is he the Dodgers man? I think. You're, you're he, the wrong guy. He owns the, and he's, gone, he's kind of done the American Ted Lasso thing and he's, he's just gone into the changing room and just started trying to pick the team himself and stuff like that. Uh, he hasn't covered himself in glory this year. I think he's the Dodgers owner. He owns some American team. Um, so, yeah, but it could, yeah, it could be the Mets up there, but I would say the Padres at the moment. Uh, good question, though. 7.20, Eastern first pitch, the Philadelphia Phillies at the Atlanta Braves. Taiwan Walker goes for the Phillies. And Jared Schuster, left-handed pitcher, will go for the Braves. Lines are plus 130 on the Phils, minus 150 on Atlanta. Total is at nine and a half. Uh, Taiwan Walker, three and two. 5.79 ERA. Um, really inconsistent and struggling on the road. Um and I'm, I'm not really in on the Phillies either at the moment. Jared Schuster's one and two on the year with a 5.49 ERA. He's settled down and he's improving every start. Last time out was his best yet by far. Six innings pitched, one hit, one earned run, and seven strikeouts against Seattle. Uh, Philadelphia are hitting 230 against left-handed pitching as opposed to 270 against right-handed pitching. Um, this is your classic unit and a half play on Atlanta. Uh, minus 150, Dylan. Yeah, couldn't agree more. Give me the Braves here at home. Mal, we talked about it yesterday where we're kind of good not back in the Phillies right now. You know, they're not playing the best baseball, just three and seven their last 10. And Taiwan Walker on the road has not been good. They're also nine and 16 on the road straight up. Braves are just a much better team. They got a nice walk, uh, walk-off win yesterday against the Dodgers. And sometimes that's what a team needs to get to get going a little bit. So I made the Braves a minus 150 favorite. I'll take them with a unit and a half as well. Yeah, TVDBG has given us a, um, a bit of a deeper dive on that left-handed pitching of the of the Phillies. Um, 29 WRC plus um, against lefties um, on the road this month. 152 batting average. So yeah, that, uh, that tells you everything you need to know and backs up uh, backs up our selection there. 8-10, Eastern first pitch is the Washington Nationals at the Kansas City Royals. What a belter this is. Patrick Corbin, left-handed pitcher for Washington, and Jordan Lyles goes for Kansas City. Um, Washington plus 105, Kansas minus 125, total is set at nine. Um, Patrick Corbin, three and five, 547 ERA, Generally, a bit of an you can auto fade Corbin if you're a little bit lazy. Um, but he's been going all right lately. Yeah. Uh, his last four starts. Um, firstly, he's getting a little bit of length, which the Nationals will appreciate. He's gone six, 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 and seven, and he's given up two earned runs in each of those four starts. 
Um, Washington have won 11 of 22 in May, which is a decent enough record. Uh, you then go to Jordan Lyles, uh, 0-8 on the year, 7-15 ERA, absolutely awful. Kansas lose every start he pitches in. Uh, Moonaf is a huge exponent of the yes run first inning. I don't know what the numbers are, but I see him tweet about it um, every time Lyles is on the hill. Um, if you're putting money on Kansas here at minus 125, anyone who wants to pick them shouldn't be allowed money, in my opinion. Um, we should uh, report them to, I don't know who the authorities are who would collect their money. You're not allowed any more money. That is absolutely preposterous to back them at minus money. Um, you have to back Washington plus 105. It's an absolute no-brainer, please. Yeah, 100% agree. Uh, and you're right, Corbin actually has been pretty good this month. Uh, he's been backable, and I know last year we loved to fade him, but even to record a win, I know the chat loves uh, you could get a nice little plus price on the pitcher to record the win. I would take him just straight up plus 105. You're getting plus money. I don't understand how Jordan Lyles is a minus 125 favorite. I don't care that they're home. I'll make this short, Mal. You can't back Jordan Lyles in any shape or form. The Royals have lost all 10 starts he's made this season. And the five starts he's made at home, the Royals have lost by two or more. So if you want to take the reverse run line for the Nationals to get even more of a plus money, I like that as well. But what else do we need to say? Uh, Jordan Lyles is atrocious. He's another one that doesn't deserve to be in the majors. Yeah, absolute standout price this was. Um for me on this card. 8-10 Eastern first pitch, the Toronto Blue Jays at the Minnesota Twins. Kevin Gorsman for the Blue Jays and Louis Varland for the Twins. Minus 145 on Toronto. Uh, Minnesota plus 125, home dog. And the total is set at 8. Dylan. Yeah, I'm going to lean under here. I made my total 7.7 in this one. A lot of people are out on Kevin Gossman, you know, losing velocity. But if you take away his two worst starts against Houston and Boston, where he kind of got hit up a little bit, he hasn't given up more than three runs all year. So he actually has been pretty good, in my opinion. His record doesn't show it at two and three, but I, I think he's been pretty good. Now, Louis Varlin at home, he's been good as well, only letting up four runs in 12 innings at home. Twins, they're a dead under team this season, 21, 26, and three toward the under, 10 and three toward the under at home. I just think we got two decent pitchers, and outside that one game where the Blue Jays scored 20 runs, they've kind of been average scoring runs two three a game so i think we see a lower scoring game at even money i'm seeing give me the under eight um the yeah tricky one i think gosman's vulnerable on the road for me um and louis varland has been excellent at home so that was kind of my starting point and um, brandon belt's going well if you're looking for a for a hit a prop he's hitting 373 in may um, well, I thought I would get back to the Blue Jays a little bit. I watched that game tonight and I saw a couple of things that were just the obvious difference between Toronto and Tampa. So, and this was all kind of early in the game. You had, it's a combination of A, bad players and B, bad players. So, Kevin Biggio, who was a bad player, um, he butchered a double play, um, which enabled Tampa to keep that in and alive and score. And then, who was it? Harold Ramirez, it was. Hit a little number about three foot in front of home plate. Alejandro Kirk, who I get it, he's not the most athletic. He's a little fat bloke, fair enough. But he ambled after it. He then threw it like he just noodle-armed it at about 50 mile an hour down the line. And 
in the meantime, Harold Ramirez was pegging it along that first baseline like his life depended on it, was safe um, by a fanny's hair and scored another run and the Blue Jays were out to that lead. Um, and th- that's just what I've said at the start of the season. I didn't trust the Blue Jays' fundamentals. And then I put that game on today and in the first hour, I just saw examples of all of that. Uh, Alec Manoa, like you say, was hittable, seems to be concentrating on all of this stuff. It's just all a bit of a mess for me. I don't... I, didn't want to take Toronto after I watched that first hour tonight and then looked at the numbers anyway and they're quite happy with Louis Varland at home. So give me the uh, Twins uh, plus 125. We will go next to the San Francisco Giants and the Milwaukee Brewers. Left-handed pitcher Alex Wood starts for the Giants and Freddie Peralta will go for the Brewers. Uh, the Brewers are minus 130, the Giants plus 110. Total set at 8.5. Um, Alex Wood is, has no record 405 ERA for 26 at home um, Freddie Peralta I like Freddie Peralta he's been a little bit up and down but he's much much better at home I think his, his home numbers uh, were really the, the key indicator in this game for me um, what's the first name of the Milwaukee bat uh, Miller something Miller can't remember lost um, he's hitting really well he's hitting 400 uh, in his last 10 but yeah oh, Freddie Peralta fo- yeah that's the fella oh no I think is it oh, I don't know I can't remember yeah. Um, the yeah Freddie Peralta 4 and 1 home record 243 ERA um, that should be enough here to, to knock down these giants who won't give uh, Alex Wood an awful lot of run support and it's not a bad price I'm happy with a minus uh, 130 I could, in fact I actually got Milwaukee on the run line written down I think they can do a bit of a job on them if you fancy being a bit more exotic tomorrow. Uh, but I'll be taking the Brewers, Dylan. Yeah, it is Owen Miller. I just yeah, there you go. Yeah, but, um, yeah. yeah, I knew it was something with the O, and there wasn't too many names I knew with the no. But yeah, I agree. I, uh, I'll take the short price with the Brewers at home. I made him a minus 170 favorite. If you look at Alex Wood's starts on the road, he hasn't gotten more than three innings in any of his starts on the road. The Giants, they've also lost two of those three starts as well. And like I said yesterday, the Giants don't really have a good lineup. No one really pushes me over the edge. He gets me excited. Uh, they're, they're not good on the road either, 9-14 and 14 straight up. While the Brewers, they've been actually pretty good at home this season, 15-9 and nine straight up. They're coming off those two shutout wins against the Astros. And like you mentioned, Freddie Peralta has been great at home this season. So I don't understand the line. I think it should be much bigger, but I'll, I'll take advantage of it. I'll, I'll take the Brewers on the money line. Um, Trev is a Brewers fan, and he's telling us the exact same thing. Take Peralta at home. Fade him on the road. Uh, so, yeah, happy to concur with all of that, Trev. Let's uh, get Freddie Peralta over the line tomorrow as a win. 9.38. Oh, shit, I forgot the Mets. Woo, oh, haven't done that. That might be the first time this season. I forgot that. 8.40 Eastern first pitch back to the top of the page is the New York Mets and the Colorado Rockies. Uh, Max Scherzer for the Mets. Connor Seabold for the Rockies. Uh, minus 2.20. On New York, plus 180 on Colorado. Um, Max Scherzer, 3 and 2, 401 ERA, has a 596 road ERA, um, and is a part of my old guy fade. Uh, yep. The Mets lost again last night, back to 500. Connor Seabold, what struck me with Connor Seabold, again, the key indicator here, was how many runs have been in his games. Um, so 
was his, his last five games, 16 and 17, 11, 15 and 15. Um, that's an awful lot of runs. So couple that with the fact that I am out on Scherzer and I will happily take the over 11 here. Um, if I was going to take a side, I'd be uh, taking Colorado plus 180 as well. Um, no way I'd be taking the Mets at this price. So you might want a sneaky quarter unit or something on Colorado, but I think the over is there for the uh, there for the taking. We'll get more than 11 runs in this game, Dylan. Yeah, I like the over. I set my total at 11.4, so agree on the total. But, you know, I don't usually do this, but I'll take the Rockies on the run line. Plus one and a half, you're getting plus 130. I mean, it's worth a sprinkle. Even at the money line, plus 185, I only made the Mets a minus 150 favorite. Still not a believer in the Mets. Mad Max, he's been up and down on the road this season. He'll have a really good outing like he did against the Dodgers. Then he'll give up six runs and three innings to the Tigers. So I I, I can't trust him. I can't trust his team right now. Why the hell is Daniel Vogerback still in the lineup? Why? I don't understand it. They're going to continue to lose because they're losers, but the bats, they've gone cold again the last two games. I, I Strictly betting the number here, you got to bet the Rockies at home. So give me the home puppy. There was a good line that came out of the Mets booth last night um, on Daniel Vogelback. The bloke said... Oh, yeah, um, why is he limping? Yeah, is he, yeah, I think Vogelback's limping. And Keith Rada said, nope, that's just the way he walks. <laughs> so that tickled me a little bit. It's a good line. Um, I didn't get to listen to Susan last night because the um, Yankees were in a rain delay when I went to bed. So I stuck my headphone in my ear and turned Susan on. Uh, and she wasn't there, so I listened to... I can't even remember what I listened to, uh, but it wasn't Susan anyway, so I didn't get me out to town scored. Uh, 9.38 Eastern first pitch. Uh, two left-handers go to the bump in this one. The Miami Marlins take on the LA Angels. Uh, Jesus Rosado for Miami and Reed Detmers for the Angels. Plus 120 on the fish. The Angels are minus 140 with a total of eight and a half to them. Yeah, give me the under eight and a half in this one. I made my total 7.8. You know, last three starts for Reed Demers at home. They've been pretty solid. He's only given up three, three, and two runs in his last three games at home. Walks are down. Strikeouts are high, which you love to see. And on the other side, Jesus Lozardo, he hasn't been terrible. Besides his last start against the Giants where he got shelled, he's been a decent pitcher. And both teams have been under teams recently. Three, six toward the under for the Fish in their last 10. Angels, four, five and one toward the under in their last 10. So I think we see a lower scoring game in LA. Give me the under eight and a half. Um, I kind of went the other way here. I went with the first five over. Um, we saw Lozardo have his first blow up start. Reed Demis doesn't get much length. Um, that's the thing. He doesn't sort of get out with the fourth inning very often. And like you say, in that spell, you give up two or three in runs. He is walking a few more batters. A, a walk up might be an option. Um, for the fourth time this season, Trout and Otani both hit homers uh, last night in the same game. So they're, they're hot. Um, but yeah, I thought we could see some runs early on here. And I went with the first five over um, in this one. Next up, we have 9.40 Eastern first pitch between the Boston Red Sox and the Arizona Diamondbacks. Chris Sale, left-handed pitcher for the Red Sox and Brandon Fart. Um, we'll go for the D-backs. Don't giggle at that, Dylan. Uh, Boston is a short price here. I don't think they'd be the short. Minus 163. 
Uh, the D-backs are plus 125 and the total is nine and a half. Uh, Chris Sale, four and two on the year. 501 ERA. That is a high number, um, but it's coming down. It, it's He started the season a little bit wobbly. I think everyone knows I've been quite sweet on Chris Sale. In his last four starts, 27 and one third pitched, uh, given up seven earned runs, just struck out 32 batters. So a key prop might be an option on Chris Seal tomorrow. Um, Brandon Fart was highly touted. I remember him coming up uh, amid much fanfare a few weeks ago. He's had one good start out of four. Um, he's given up walks and home runs, which is a better combination. I think there's better days ahead for him, uh, but not this one. Boston, I've lost four straight and 10 out of 15. Um, I just wasn't sure on the price that... As you know, I normally handicap these games in the afternoon way before I say any prices. So I've got Boston money line, but then the minus 163, I don't really like. Um, Dylan, what did, did you price this up? Yeah, I only made the Red Sox a minus 140 favorite. That's exactly what I'd like to back them at, yeah. Yeah. Not 163. Maybe yeah. shop around. I'll stick with my pick and we'll shop around is what we'll do. Yeah, shop around because I see on DraftKings you could get a minus 154. It's a little better, maybe like a unit and a half play, but I agree. I wouldn't back the Red Sox at a minus 160, especially on the road. But uh, I'm going to back the over, uh, not the over, the under, excuse me, under nine and a half. It seems a bit high to me. Uh, I made my total 8.7. Like you mentioned, Red Sox in their last four, uh, they've, they're on a four-game losing streak, and they've been shut out twice. They scored one run the other game and three the other game. So not, not scoring a bunch of runs or hitting the ball really well. D-backs is a, a pitcher ballpark. They're worse at home hitting the ball. 10 and 12 toward the under at home for the Snakes this year. And Chris Sale, he's looked much better in his last four starts. All four games went under the number. He's only given up more than two runs one time in those four games. I think he's settling in a little bit towards the second half of the season. So, you know, and for far his last two starts, he's come in and kind of controlled the game. Only four runs given up in his last 10 innings his last three starts have gone under the number nine and a half just seems a little too high for me so i'm gonna go under nine and a half here okay like it dealt uh the penultimate game on the show this evening is a 9 40 eastern first pitch between the houston astros and the oakland athletics hunter brown goes for houston and james capralian goes for oakland minus 240 uh, a prohibitive price on the straws in Oakland to plus 200. Total is at eight. Dylan, what are you doing with the athletics this time? Yeah, let's stick with the totals. I'll go over eight. I got, uh, I made my line 8.4. Kyle Muller at home. He's given up five or more runs in each one of his starts in the month of May. All four of those games have gone out over the number as well. Not looking good for him. And on the other side, I do like Hunter Brown and I think he's been pretty solid, but you know, he's even good for a few runs as well, given up. So at night in Oakland, the ball tends to carry a little more. We got 10-mile-an-hour winds blowing out into center field. So I think we see runs in this ballpark. Let's go to the over. Um, <clears throat> I kind of went a bit funky here. and when you, we, we can both win, Dylan. Um, but I've got a first five under. Um, Hunter Brown is good and consistent. Um Gave up one earned run against Oakland in his last start. And in fact, this, and this is the reason James Capralian started that game as well. Um, and pitched okay. In fact, pitched really well. The game finished 2-0 uh, to Houston 
So, if we've just had a comparison game, Dylan, I know it's not this straightforward, but why don't we see the same thing again? Um, I'm happy to take the comp and we will replicate it. So, I'll take the first five under, uh, just because I'm bored of taking Oakland to get humped on the run line every night. So, we'll try something a little bit different. Final game is 10-10 Eastern first pitch. The Pittsburgh Pirates at the Seattle Mariners. Mitch Keller goes to the hill for the Buckos. And George Kirby for Seattle. Minus 160, the Mariners at all. Uh, plus 140 on Pittsburgh. Total is low, seven. Dylan, what you got? Yeah, I lean Mariners here at home. It's It got up a little too high for me. I only made him a minus 160 favorite. But I kind of like George Kirby walk prop under in this one you know Kirby he hasn't had more than one walk in any one of his starts this season he's not a wild pitcher he's he commands all of his pitches very well and I don't see the Pirates drawing a lot of walks either they're not playing good baseball right now the number will probably be around one and a half so I take the under on that outside of that like I said I do lean Mariners at home it's a little chalky but Maybe it's like a unit and a half or maybe add him in a parlay or take George Kirby to get the win. It'll probably take the number down a little bit, but uh, that's kind of how I play this game. I can't back the Pirates here. Yeah, again, I'm completely there with you. Um, just before I talk about this game, last night we saw another outstanding start from Bryce Miller um, for Seattle. And live in the chat, Lane, I think it was Lane, uh, put him up as a, as a plus money price, plus 140, plus 150 to get the win last night, uh, which was a great bit of tipping. So if you're not um, in the watching the YouTube live, uh, you're missing out on little nuggets like that one. That was outstanding um, stuff. So yeah, it doesn't go unnoticed. First off, Pittsburgh were in a bit of a hole. Um, five and 16 in their last 21, although Keller um, has been absolutely outstanding. Uh but yeah, I, I like George Kirby. Seattle are going better. They've won five of the last six. This is a good spot for them at home. A bit similar to the Boston money line here. I've done the same as you did. I've got them down as money line, but minus 160 and hunt around uh, to find a minus 150. So yeah, not a very exciting play, uh, but certainly a building block for your, for your card on the evening if you want to parlay it up with some stuff or, or just take it as the unit and a half win. Um, and that... Um, Lane saying that that was um, TVDVJ who maybe threw that uh, play out last night. Not Lane. Lane's taking, he's not taking the credit for something <laughs> he didn't throw out. How do you claim that, Lane? Just take your lap of honour, man. Um, so, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, games handicapped in the books. Dylan, uh, I tell you what, we're good at this. We've come in 13 minutes under time again. Um, and we had a cricket talk. Lock and dog. I've got two dogs to choose from. I need, I can't decide. Um, Dylan, what have you got? Yeah, so for my, I'll start with my lock. And it was the line that really didn't make sense to me. I'm going to take Freddie Peralta at home with the Brewers. Uh, minus 125. I see minus 130. I still like it on the money line. I made him a minus 170 favorite. I just don't want to back Alex Wood. I think he's not going to go uh, long into games. Like I said, he hasn't gotten more than three innings in any one of his starts on the road. Giants is just not a good road team in general. So I'm going to take the Brewers at home. And for my dog, oh, I really wanted to go back with the um, 
I wanted to go back with the Colorado Rockies. They are getting the job done today. But I got to back the Nationals here. Uh, Jordan Lyles, he makes it too easy for us. He's just, he's a loser. He, 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 he deserves to be on the Mets, to be honest. So l- let me just take the Nationals. Patrick Corbin, he's actually pitched well in the month of May. So I'll take the Nationals here on the road to get the job done. Uh, okay, you have, I've got loads of dogs that I like and nothing much that I'd like to lock up. I do like the Brewers. Um, I'm going to go back to that very first game. I'm going to take the Cubs on the run line, which is a little bit adventurous. Um, again, I watched a lot of the Cincinnati game tonight. They're not going to score many runs. And and really, Justin Steele's home form has been absolutely outstanding. I mentioned his numbers. A 148 home ERA. That should be plenty good enough for the Cubs to be a couple of runs in front. And for my dog, I quite like the Rockies. Um, I quite like the Cards. I quite like the Twins. Um, however, yes, that's so, yeah. What I've got here is a coin toss between the Texas Rangers and the Washington Nationals. Did you just put the Nationals up? Yeah, I took the Nationals. Yeah. Now, the last time I changed my dog because you took the one I was going to pick. Yeah, don't change it. So, yeah. Oh, I do, okay then I'm going to go double dog Texas plus 115 Washington plus 105 parlay them together as well let's go berserk uh, they're wow. going to be my two picks um, Dylan anything you need to tell the people about before we go no but uh, I, who did you take yesterday for your dog let's have a look um, Washington Washington uh, oh, against okay. the Padres what they're doing they, they were 2-1 uh, down earlier yeah, it's 5-1, top six, Padres. So. Oh, well, that's going to be... They still got time, wa- but... Uh, yeah, I'll go, and watch, I'll go and watch the fight back. Uh, it's looking like I'm probably hit both. Top nine, Colorado took the lead 6-2 over the fish. So, got nice. the, so lock and dog's going to cash. And all I'm waiting on now, uh, towards the end of the night, Seattle, run line, and uh, TV DJ, you know, Logan Gilbert to get the win as well, plus money. I think that's very profitable. Yeah, that is a nice looking pick. Um, right, cheers, Dylan. Appreciate all your picks and your hard work. Um, thanks everyone who joined the comments. Love that. And thank you everyone who's listening after the event. Download um, wherever you're getting your podcasts. Do us, do us a niceness and give us the five stars or the thumbs up or the review, whatever it is. Um, we do appreciate it. We'll be back tomorrow night. I think it's me and Moonaf with our usual kind of lock dog total and then we'll have another look at it. Uh, Futures Friday I think we're calling it um, myself and Noah did the AL West I think it was um, last Friday so we're going to find another division or something to have a look at uh, around about the same time tomorrow so by all means uh, come and fill your boots if you're around um, yeah good luck with all your bets everyone I feel like we picked some winners there uh, we'll be back tomorrow until then we'll see you down the road cheers <laughs>